This is Make Money Count, brought to you by Connect Home Financing. I asked uh, during the last show a question that, uh, I can't remember if it was my question or a text question, but it was a question that I honestly didn't know the answer to. I assumed the answer and I completely assumed wrong. So I want to talk about it a little bit more this week if we can, because I think there's probably a lot of people don't under the, understand the difference. That is, when it comes to mortgage, the difference between refinancing and renewing. Because to be blunt, uh, before the show last week, I would have assumed that they're both the same thing. And you said they're absolutely not, and it could be a very costly mistake. Okay, so it's not that they're absolutely not the same thing. They're pretty similar. Refinance just implies that you're going to affect some change on that mortgage. And very likely, that change is going to happen prior to the maturity date of the loan. A renewal just means that it's your mortgage is coming up for renewal on a specific date, and you're going to negotiate on that date, or hopefully as far in advance as possible with a broker like Connect on your side. But you're going to negotiate as far in advance as you can to make sure on the date of your renewal, your mortgage moves from one lender to another lender as absolutely cheaply as possible. Because like we've spoken about many times. There are so many lenders out there that will pay legal fees and transfer costs and a portion towards the administration costs. Like it's a really, really good time to switch on a renewal. But at the, you know, what the easiest thing to do is to stay with your existing lender and use the tools that are afforded to you naturally on websites and, you know, different, um, different information that you can glean from friends and family members as to what the best rates are out there. And a broker will help you negotiate with your bank. So, you know, the first option is if you don't need any more money, do your best to hammer down your bank or your existing lender to the lowest possible rate with the help of a broker. And if that isn't the lowest rate available, know that you've got tons of other options out, out there that are available to you. A refinance is a little different. A refinance typically means you are going to pull out equity. And I, I, we're going to talk a little bit about that on today's show. Refinancing your home means that you've weighed the options. You've weighed the negatives associated with refinance. And the most common negative is that you're going to have a penalty to break your mortgage. If you're breaking your mortgage, if you're switching to another mortgage prior to the maturity of your existing mortgage, even if it's with your existing lender, you're always going to find that there's a penalty. The cheapest penalties are for people that have variable rate mortgages. Those are almost always the penalty in that case is three months of interest. So not three months of your mortgage payment, but more mm. like one and a half months of your mortgage payment. And right now, the current climate that we're in with really low interest rates, which we're going to talk about also today because interest rates the bond yields we spoke about uh, last week and the week before have gone up. I still don't think it's time to rush into locking in, uh, again, depending on who you are. And I'll give you a quick reason why. Um, the Atlanta Fed, so the in the United States, in Canada, we have uh, one central bank, the Bank of Canada. In the United States, they have the Federal Reserve, and then each state has a Federal Reserve. So the Atlanta Federal Reserve produced a report where they analyzed 
the amount of ancillary stimulus that had been pushed into the economy, and they tried to compare it to how potent an interest rate decrease would have to be to mimic the effect of that stimulus that was injected. And I'll, I'll unpack this a little bit. So in the United States, just like in Canada, when COVID hit, interest rates were low and they made them even lower, right? Like we saw interest rates go to effectively zero in both countries, maybe 0.25 in Canada, zero in the United States. That's the overnight rate. So the, the rate that the central bank sets and upon which all other rates are built. So like the LIBOR, London Interbank Overnight Rate, um, the prime rate, which is what we cite most often here. All these things are priced off of the overnight rate. So what the Atlanta Fed said was, in addition to dropping interest rates or the, the overnight rate that the bank, central bank sets to effectively zero, we know that the Federal Reserve and the Bank of Canada both, although the Atlanta Fed doesn't care about what the Bank of Canada does, but we know that both of these central banks, and frankly, all the central banks around the world, engaged in other practices. Those practices are typically called quantitative easing. They are the buying of mortgages, the buying of securities now, the buying of bonds. The idea being to inject liquidity into the financial system at a time when the financial system is seizing up because of a lack of trust and a lack of a propensity to take on risk in the part of the investors. So what the Atlanta Fed said was all of that quantitative easing that we saw over that period of time, if we couldn't have engaged in it, how much would we have had to drop interest rates instead to stimulate the economy? <laughs> Do you want to guess how much of an interest rate drop, where interest rates would have had to have gone to in order to replicate the free money that was handed out, the buying of bonds, the buying of securities, the buying of mortgages, the massive financial undertaking that the Trump administration took on, how much would they have had to drop interest rates in order to receive the same effect? Just shoot out Justin, do you know? One, 2%. Uh, did you know that? Did I tell you that? No. Advance? Yeah, 100%, 2%. So uh -huh. interest rates would have had to go to minus 2%. Now, this is a little bit of a long way to get to something, but what I want <laughs> you to focus on right now is that that information is very recently released. Market still hasn't digested that, I suspect. But for us right now, listening to central bankers telling us that inflation is transitory, and that they will be slow to increase interest rates, you better believe that they understand how much they've decreased artificially, dropped interest rates mm -hmm. below zero. So when we're talking to clients about locking into a rate, understand that the effect of pulling back almost 200 basis points of interest rate stimulus, which is going to happen, Bank of Canada mm -hmm. announced it, Federal Reserve announced it. They're going to pull back on all that stimulus. We're going to see, before the Bank of Canada announces that interest rates are going to rise by 25 basis points, we're going to see them remove 200 basis points of stimulus. That will have an effect on our economy. As I said, let's get right to the lines, because if you do call in, we don't want to leave you waiting at 416-872-1010. Sarah did just that. Good afternoon, Sarah. Welcome in. 
Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, I need to renew my mortgage and my bank has insisted on me to come in to discuss it. So I did. And when I got there, they gave me 2.34 for a fixed rate, which I'm pretty sure is not that great of a rate from what I've been hearing. Um, and without me knowing, they also brought a financial advisor into the room to talk to me as well. And I was a little bit, I felt a little bit bombarded, but um, I was also considering to pull some equity out of my home to invest. So I was wondering if that's something that you guys could just do all of that because I've got a really bad feeling about my last encounter with my bank. Okay. Well, Sarah, thank you for uh, the call. Uh, I don't really know what's, what's a good five-year fixed rate, Justin. Uh, this is a bad time to ask me because everything just changed. Right. Um, but if you're coming up for renewal, I know that f- for definite, if we're looking to transfer the balance of your mortgage, we can definitely do better than that. I can get back to you in a moment. Yeah. I mean, you would hope that you would know that um, <laughs> for Sarah's sake. It's a volatile <laughs> if it's a volatile yeah. rate market. Right I mean, now. it's really not that complicated. I, I know that we're sub 2%. I know we can get you something sub 2%. So um, we'll start there. So. It is weird lately. I, we've been hearing more stories about customers going into their banks and being cross-sold products. And there's a kind of fine line in it. Um, we know that the government of Canada doesn't like it when banks cross-sell and tied sell financial products. Um, but the fact that you got pulled into a meeting uh, and there was a financial advisor there probably means that you have some equity in your home and you're a good customer of the bank. And if you've listened to some of our last shows, I think it was two shows ago where we went through a report that the bank of Canada had that essentially said the more products you have with one bank, the worse the rates you get on all those products are because they see your loyalty. So it's not a great idea to invest where you borrow. Um, unless you see a really, really direct benefit. You've got to leverage that. Um, with Connect, we uh, could definitely help. Um, I know that on the one side, we can help you get the best rate possible on your mortgage because that's all we do. Um, and if you went on our website, it would show you immediately what products you qualify for. So just answer a few questions and it'll spit out all of the best options available to you, whether those be fixed or variable and varying terms. This is total, in total automation. Alternatively, you could call in and speak to someone, ideally not Justin, who doesn't know what the fixed rate <laughs> is today, and they could My help you. I have, I have the rates it, now. On, but De- Depending but, on what kind of um, uh, features you want on your mortgage, uh, it's 1.78 is the lowest we can ooh, get you yeah, right now. There you go. So yeah. like, uh, compared to the 234 that Sarah was offered, that is a significant discount. 100%. Right? Well, and I uh, have to get a babysitter to go to the bank. For, you, for, for you or for your kids? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Sarah. Jeez. Just kidding. Uh, no, honestly, uh, that's crazy. So, And then on the other side, on the investment side, we've spoken about this before. Depending on what bank it is, banks want to sell you their products. And the most commonly sold products at the bank are their mutual fund products. Their, you know, RBC Fund One, uh, Canadian global Canadian equities or global equities, and each of these funds have different classed tiers based on how successful the financial advisor is at selling you the product. So if the financial advisor thinks you're a sucker, you'll get a Class F share, which means 
that the bank will pay you all of the return, less 5% that they'll keep as a fee. And then you might negotiate a little harder and they might give you a class C share where the bank will only take 4% or 3%. But this is just to say that we talk about how the banks game us in mortgages. They're doing the exact same thing in insurance and investments. Mm -hmm. So just the more information you have, the better off you are. And then I can tell you that Connect has a mortgage fund, which all of us here are invested in, which we have, you know, maybe close to, I don't know, not a thousand, but pretty close to a thousand investors in small investors, big investors, um, and connect returns about 8% and connect returns that, you know, we've returned that over the last 10 years. I got to say future (laughs) performance is not, or past performance is not indicative of future performance, but, uh, for the last 10 years, our average is 8% and it's 8% for everybody that's invested. It's not, 7% 7% for some people and 6% for some people and 9% for other people. It's just 8. It's just about 8% every month. We do our best to return about 8% every month without taking on too much risk. Um, never had a loss in our portfolio. That, again, that's not indicative of what could happen in the future, but we're all invested in it. We think it's pretty amazing, and we think that the benefit, the reason why we have such success in that fund is because our staff, like our salary trained staff are looking for the best borrowers. And the best borrower means someone who's listening to this show today who lost their job or whose credit sucks because they were sick or who, for whatever reason, needs some help. And we figure out how we can use the money that we're entrusted with to help somebody. And when you do that, you match the motivation of you, the investor, hopefully one day, Sarah, us, the broker, and our borrower. And if everyone's motivation matches, cool stuff happens. Uh, John is in Aurora. John, good afternoon. Thanks for calling. Hi, good afternoon, sir. Uh, my question is, I have uh, five years locked my mortgage like three years ago. It's left two years. If I, how much I have to pay a penalty when I break it now? John, what's the interest rate on your mortgage? I think it's almost three three percent. Who is your mortgage with? Uh, Royal Bank. Okay, so it's going to be high. What's the loan amount? Uh, how, how much uh, uh, balance is? Yeah, yeah, the balance. Yeah. Yeah, Appro- I have five hundred. Okay. Yeah, like uh, anybody that's in a mortgage right now, that's you know over two and a half percent, should you know in a fixed product, should really consider. I mean speaking to someone at Connect about their options, especially if they're looking to take equity out. And I don't even know that it needs to be a fixed rate. Like the one thing that that we we talk about a lot is variable rates are so cheap right now. And if you get a variable rate mortgage with the right lender, not a bank, you can lock into a fixed rate in a minute, right? It's a same day lock-in. So if you're a Connect borrower, if we get you into a variable rate product, every week you're informed as to what's happening with interest rates. Your mortgage is being monitored by us and you're given information that will help you decide whether or not you should be locking in in order to protect yourself against a rise in interest rates. So use that. Use the information that 
that we provide you with to stay ahead of interest rate moves so that you can, and that we just, I, I just explained that, you know, if you have a three-year mortgage and you lock in today at a five-year fixed rate, so if you have two years left on your mortgage and you lock in today into a five-year rate, you get an extra three years at the low rate. But if you can ride a variable rate mortgage for the next couple of years and then lock into that five-year rate mm. before rates spike, that gives you even more runway on the back end of it as interest rates are rising. And at the start of the show, we spoke a little bit about that stimulus that's that's being removed, This the quantitative easing that the central banks are pulling out of the market. I think that that might afford the Canadian consumer and the and borrowers around the world a little more time than a little more time and runway that we may think we have so that a variable rate might make more sense than we initially believe by simply monitoring bond yields right now. Bond yields move every single minute of mm-hmm. every single day and they move they move in correlation to how strong or weak people perceive the economy to be. So use us, use the information that, that we've been like connect has been created to provide unbiased information to borrowers. And whether you are an existing client or a client to be use that information. I I also just want to step in here and just say like, you know, in a situation right now, just because if you water it down, the penalty that you're paying to break your fixed rate, if rates are higher, is going to naturally be a little lower. So in a in a market right now where rates are a little volatile. Good point. Yeah, we can also like we can lock you into a rate right now and hold that commitment for 120 days. And in the next 120 days, we'll watch bond yields. And when when the bank rate goes up, that will be the time that you should be breaking your mortgage. So we can take a look at also, you know, saving you some cash there and and making sure that you are breaking your mortgage at the right time to take the most advantage of these, you know, volatile interest rates. So well said. So what he's what just just to put a finer point on it, bond yields go up and then mortgage rates go up. Mortgage rates go up, mortgage penalties come down. So you can use that information. We know that, you know, if bond yields go up and they did go up last week, it's very likely that the Royal Bank will increase their three-year posted rate, or in your case, their two-year posted rate. The higher that two-year posted rate goes, the lower your penalty goes because your penalty is calculated essentially as the difference between the rate that you have and the rate on a term that most closely matches the time remaining you have on your mortgage. So if if the delta, if the difference between those two rates tightens, your penalty goes down. Cool. Justin, uh, one of the things that um, Marcus pointed out, and I think it's worth noting, is, you know, the, the risk that people take when they just go to the bank and look at whatever the posted numbers are there. Because as he was explaining to John... There's so many variables. You know, when someone picks up the phone, gives you guys a call, there are so many other variables that can go into finding the right fix for them as opposed to them, you know, just hopping on the local bank site to see what the mortgage rates are. For sure. So, so you know, um, when and when I quoted, I think it was Sarah, the rate earlier, I had mentioned depending on what kind of features you are looking for, this is the rate, right? So, so you know, 
do you make commissions? Are you paid in lump sums over the year? Do you want to prepay your mortgage? You know, what is your time horizon? There's so many things to take a look at rather than just applying for a mortgage, right? And, and picking the right broker who is going to ask you these questions and make sure that you're getting the product that's built for you um, is, is very important. Uh, oh, one more thing also, John. The worst place to ask what your mortgage penalty is is at your bank. Yeah. <laughs> because they're not like they're not obligated to help you reduce that penalty. In fact, they're obligated to make sure you pay the absolute maximum amount to break that mortgage. They're not going to tell you things like, "Well, you can reduce your penalty by 20% by utilizing the prepayment privilege that you naturally have in your mortgage." Mm -hmm. Or listen, you got to check the math. You're responsible for your mortgage. So let Connect help. For starters, we'll just check the math for you. Guys, I know, you know what, we, we play around a lot and have some fun on the show. One of, this, one of the more serious things, though, that we probably don't talk about enough is the podcast that you do. When I'm, you know, when I'm traveling back and forth, um, I usually load up on podcasts. I don't drive, so it's just sitting there, you know, passing time. And I did catch, uh, it's a lot of what we're talking about today. And I, if people aren't subscribed to the podcast, they should. And it was the um, How to Beat the Banks at Their Own Game episode, which had a ton of great tips in it. Yeah. Again, it all comes down to information, right? So <clears throat> understanding what the banks are motivated by which is making the most amount of money on you as possible mm. and figuring out ways to use that to your advantage. So, you know, we spoke to John, that last caller and explained that you can't go to your bank to expect to get a fair shake on what your penalty is going to be. No. You also, uh, before you negotiate something with your bank, you should know what their bottom line is. There's a lot of really good tips and tricks in that episode and a ton of those other episodes. I don't know how many podcasts we have so far, banked in that uh, but i think you're up to 25 or 26 yeah. matt was saying recently that we were like the number three business podcast or something in canada for i think it might just be for podcasts that start with make and um the last word is count <laughs> with money in the middle but i you know i I think that uh, we're, we might be gaining a little bit of traction here. Probably it is uh, worth signing up for. Whatever, whatever you uh, do your podcast with, uh, look up the um, Make uh, Money Count podcast. I want to get to the lines um, if I can. Uh, there we go. Uh, let's do that. Uh, let's check in with, um, where are we going to go? Uh, let's go to Lawrence in Mississauga. Thanks for holding, Lawrence. What's your question? Hey, guys. Um, I'm playing with the idea of getting a rental property like uh, a duplex or something for some passive income down the line. Uh, and actually, I, I want to do this five years ago, and I wish I did because uh, houses are like wow. twice as expensive now. Um, the thing is, I do already own in my own house. Uh, I have the variable rate mortgage, and I'm told that's pretty easy to break. Uh, and has, I think, about 450000 left on it, and the house is probably worth around nine fifty. So the thing is, my buddy does the same thing. He has a bunch of properties, and he warned me, the rentals are a major pain in the you-know-what when uh, we're dealing with the bank. So I'm just wondering, is there anything you can tell me, any advice, uh, just to make things easier and as simple as possible? Because I, I don't need any more headaches. Sure. <clears throat> so um, first off, 950000 80% loan-to-value, Justin. 720? 60, 760. 760, 760. Yeah, $760,000 of available capital, $450,000 first mortgage. 310? 310. Yeah. So you got $310,000 $310, available to you. 
uh, depending on income qualification that you can use to put towards a down payment. The problem is every bank has a different way of considering the rental income on the property that you're buying. And I mean, I'll tell you, number one, banks aren't crazy about you taking out a ton of equity uh, without a good kind of place to store it and put it. Although, listen, buying another rental property is a good idea. Um, asset prices are high because interest rates are low. And you are not the first person to have the idea to buy a rental property. You won't be the last one either. Um, but it it should it, it should make you careful. Um, I think that interest rates are low. I think that we've talked about the amount of stimulus that is in the economy. We know that some of that's going to get pulled back. But the central banks are very, very aware of not pulling too much of it back. Asset prices are at all-time highs. And if you look at what the pundits are saying about the stock market, that can reflect on the property and real estate market. If inflation's coming into the marketplace, like we're being told and like we can see in the price of goods, it's going to inflate all asset prices, including real estate. Uh, there is some stuff coming out of the United States where uh, they're judging how much more people are paying to rent and live uh, and how much of a, an effect that's happening on, uh, that's having on uh, inflation numbers also. So I think that if you do this properly, uh, you know, buy smart, buy the right type of real estate and buy it for a long term, this could really work out to your favor. Um, again, like, you know, you, you, you're saying you want to buy a rental property. You're not trying to flip something. So inherently in that you have a little bit of a longer time horizon. So I would say again, I mean, sounds like a broken record, but let's look at how much you can borrow on your existing home. Let's look at what you qualify for. And then let's look at the types of real estate that you're looking to purchase. And, you know, maybe it's a rent, like if I just off the cuff right now, if I was in your shoes and I was looking at a rental property, I'd want something that needed some work. I'd want something that you could kind of sprinkle a little bit of magic on to see that you could lift the value of that property. And that will insulate you a little bit from a market that, you know, has gone up a lot in the last uh, Mm -hmm. 20 years. Uh, (laughs) That being said, as the market goes up, you know, rents are going up. A lot of the expenses associated with fixing it are going up also. So let's be smart about how we do it. And connect. Again, I want to I want to harp on this. We're not real estate agents and we don't make like whoever you're speaking to on the phone doesn't make any more or less money, whether you do a mortgage or you don't do a mortgage with us. So you're going to get unbiased advice. And a lot of the people that you're going to speak to here have their own rental properties and can help you run analysis on you know, what you should be buying and what you shouldn't be buying. So listen, it's a broad answer, but there's a lot of details I'd want to consider before saying, you know, point blank, yes or no, uh, what, what you should be doing. I can tell you. We only got a minute left here, guys. And I want to get this question in from uh, my Michael and Vaughn. Good afternoon. Welcome in. What's your question? Michael. Okay, he's got a question about uh, your fees. He says he's very wary 
of mortgage brokers. Just about 45 seconds. Can you no talk fees. about fees? Okay, so there, yeah, listen, there's no fees. If you are getting a residential A mortgage from Connect, there is no fee. We are discounting the rate as much as we can possibly discount it to make sure you get the best rate. Your best rate now and forever at Connect. That's what the name is. And as far as our second mortgages, home equity loans, third mortgages, equity-based products, the fees are totally transparent. You go on our website, you click on borrow, you look for a Connect Flex loan, you type in your property information, our automated system pulls in all of the details and prices wow. your loan for you in real time and tells you the fees. There Gotta is go. no no gamesmanship here. This is the best product you're ever going to get and it's from the best company. Connect. Connect.